0: Today on the podcast, we are talking about the Makers Trail Festival in Southwest Michigan. You can get tickets right now, makerstrail.org slash festival. Let's find out all about it. And as I said, my guest on the podcast today, Danielle Crevier. we are talking makers, my friend. Uh, how are you first? Let's start there. How are you?
1: I'm, I'm good. How are you doing?
0: <laughs> I am amazing. And I'm very excited to talk about this. So for people who might not be familiar, not only with the festival, but the Makers Trail idea in general, can we start there and then kind of get on to the festival?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So this is a really great event that's gonna be held at Waco Beach in Bridgman. So you've got the beautiful setting of, of course, the beach, um, the lake as your backdrop. And then really what we're doing is just celebrating Southwest Michigan Makers. So we're talking breweries, wineries, distilleries, and cideries. You get to enjoy some live music and some delicious food from our area food tracks as well.
0: On the Southwest side of the state, you are constantly creating events that are like this where you see a need let's say let's just say oh, bikers need a path to go from X to Y, that you guys see a need and then you create a thing to celebrate that need. Where, where did this one come from to kind of bring all the makers together and, and how did it come about?
1: Absolutely. So this is actually based off of a program that is from the Southwest Michigan Tourist Council. Um, So they do this really cool program called the Makers um, Trail Passport Program, where they encourage you uh, September through April to go visit all these places and earn some really cool swag. Um, So then, you know, as a culmination of that, they are like, well, why not throw a festival? So we kind of you know, came together. As, had as, you, really do. Like, oh, as you do, you're like, let's just put a festival let's on, why it. not? <laughs> so we kind of, you know, uh, kind of a culmination of it um, into the summer, just celebrate, have live music, great food, try those drinks, um, and just really celebrate all Southwest Westland and its beauty.
0: <laughs> the other thing that I, I wanted to make sure I shout out, because if you go to the website, makerstrail.org, you can obviously get the details on the festival, how to get tickets, who's playing when and, and what to do. But I think one of the best pieces on that website is the ongoing list of places that are dog friendly, because that's getting more complicated to kind of figure out where you can and cannot go. So I just wanted to shout out kudos to the fact that you can get a running list of where your your dog can go enjoy beverages with you um, as you're traveling this Maker's Trail.
1: Absolutely, it's uh, we are very dog friendly, pet friendly here in Southwest Michigan. We love our uh, furry friends, so it's a it is a great option on the on the website. <laughs>
0: Now, uh, if people want to get tickets, should they get them in advance? How like what's the best way to make sure that you enjoy the festival the right way?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We always encourage people to buy tickets ahead of time. Um, so right now tickets are $10 in advance and then they go up 20 the day of. So we extended that advance ticket pricing through 11:59 on June 9th. So really you can get them up right up to the day before. Um, and then as I said, the sales will resume at one uh, day of, and they go up to 20, but either way, it's a steal. Uh, You get to enjoy all these makers in a beautiful setting. You get to go to the beach. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun.
0: (laughs) Do you have, uh, and I know I I wouldn't, I would not dare ask you a favor, but do you have (laughs) one that you're excited to try that maybe you haven't tried or, you know, somebody's making something that's special for the actual festival?
1: Sure. So we're actually just in the process of getting those finalized menus. So hopefully we'll be able to have those in the next coming weeks. Um, We'll have that available at the on the day of as well, in like little menus that we provide for the people. Um, but honestly, Journeyman Distillery, I always love Journeyman. Um, they've got some great beverages that they make they've got a great whiskey that i love um and you know of course our local wineries you've got lazy Ballerino winery who's right downtown so it's really nice from our office it's just a short walk so you could do the <laughs> hour after work um silver harbor brewing same just right across the street so it's not a bad place to work eric
0: <laughs> it, it doesn't sound like it, it is um okay so let's go back to the actual passport itself if uh, people want to kind of do that at either before because you know we're a little bit of ways we're less than a month away they want to jump into the passport before or after how does that work how do they get the swag walk me through that
1: yeah absolutely so it actually is a program that runs um about labor day weekend through the end of may so they've just got a couple weeks left to do that may 31st but this year they pushed it um it's all digital so it's actually a maker's trail app that you can complete your passport on you just go to these places visit them um and then you can get like a stamp like once you make a purchase um and then you work with the tourist council which is a separate organization than saint jeter day but they they will redeem that for different swag. I think this year they've got um, really cool t-shirts, they've got a Maker's Show hoodie, and then you can even possibly get a Maker's shell Yeti, which is
0: really fun. <laughs> so, you know, you've said that a couple times, I wanna make sure people understand what your organization do- does. Yeah. So St. Joe today, what does what that organization do in, that's different, let's say, than the Southwest Tourism Council?
1: Absolutely, so the Southwest Michigan Tourist Council is our area CDD which is great. So we partner with them on a lot of different things. Um. Uh, especially like hotel stays and programming, um, you know, for the great events that we throw, we just wanna always promote together, we kind of promote Southwest Michigan. So St. Junior Day is a separate nonprofit. And um, we are a 501 C3 actually based in St. Joe. So we run the welcome center here in downtown. And then we put on events um, such as like the antiques on the uh, bluff, we've got farmer's market, you know, we do a really cool the block event in August. Um, so we do a lot of other things. And this is our, our first adventure um, going outside of St. Joe, which is really cool. So we're heading down to Bridgman. <laughs>
0: Danielle, what was the what was the impetus to kind of travel out and be a part of this event, since it's sort of out of your normal purview?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we love um, all things Southwest Michigan. We just happen to be housed here in downtown St. Joe, um, so we're really looking to kind of expand our footprint as an organization and really just provide support to the whole southwestern Michigan community. In you know tandem with the uh, tourist council, so we're really like partnering on these events and doing different things um, that we love and that we feel passionate about. And we're just really excited for the opportunity um, to work with these guys in Richmond.
0: It's a super exciting, not only time of year, because we're starting to get some warm weather. It's, it appears, as you and I are speaking, that it's stopped <laughs> snowing, which is nice. Um, but what has the last couple of years been like for your area? Are you seeing the increases in volume of human beings as a lot of the other pockets of Michigan? Like, you know, what are you seeing? And if people are planning a trip this summer, maybe outside of the Makers Trail Festival, what are the things that you think about in St. Joe and make sure they see that sort of thing?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We've definitely seen, um, especially we're getting back to those numbers, you know, um, pre-2020. We're starting to get back to those numbers and we're really excited to see it. We love having uh, people downtown. Um, we had people downtown on like a Friday or Thursday last uh, last week and we were just like, what is going on school stone session but this ah, is great ah. we're so busy <laughs> we love it um, so we're starting to see as the weather is getting nicer people are definitely out we just had a, a huge parade that we uh, the boston times throws this past weekend so it's really good to see some life you know downtown um, as we get into the summer season but we always say you know um, southwest Michigan is such a great place. So if you pick a starting point like St. Joe, you can always travel outside and see what's in and around. So there's really great things happening in Bridgman, Benton Harbor, Stevensville, um, you know, Baroda. There's lots of really cool places to see. The Maker's Trail Passport Program, even if you're not doing the passport, it's just a good way to explore anyway. They've got little pockets in different towns that you can kind of hit all these different organizations at once. Um, and then you can do some shopping, get some great food at different area restaurants. And really, it's just a, it's a really fun place to be. <laughs> for vacation it, it, or yeah we'll
0: live here. <laughs> it, it, either of those are are very true. The last question, then I will let you go for the day Uh, because I love when people celebrate <laughs> their areas. So I, again, I'm not asking you a favorite. What I'm asking is if I'm a tourist showing up in St. Joe, there's obviously going to be a smattering of restaurants that will automatically catch my eye. I will go here or there. Is there a local favorite that I should know about that I wouldn't know about if I just arrived in St. Joe and just started going to the first restaurant that was near me? Oh,
1: sure, that's a great question. Um, so I would say right up the top of my head, of course, Silver Beach Pizza, the huge one here in St. Joe. I, um, ever favorite?
0: <laughs> I meant one that people don't know about. We're like I sure, I, sure. I will. I I will readily admit, during the summer months, I am in Rockford, Michigan. I will regularly once a month drive down to eat pizza <laughs> to drive. Home. so like y-
1: That's fair. That's fair. Um, so one of my favorites, I guess, um, there's kind of two. So we've got um, Silver Harbor Brewing. That's right down here. They actually have a really great restaurant if you've never eaten there. Um, they've got the Garden, which is a really cool spot too. They've got garage doors similar to Silver Beach Pizza where they'll open those on a really nice day. Um, and then, of course, their delicious beer and wine that they've got there. And then also, if you head down towards Stevensville, um, Coach's is a really good one. Kind of a little hidden gem. Um, They do some takeout. They've got a really nice patio in the summer, Um, but it's, yeah, you can grab a great burger. You can grab a good quesadilla and kind of a, kind of a mix of, of offerings there.
0: (laughs) I love it. All right, Danielle, I'll let you get back to your day. Thank you so much for spending time and good luck on the festival. Thank you so much. (laughs)